Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Myself a chair. Benny, I totally missed seeing you this morning. Well, I'm back. Look at the chairs, babe. I wanted to look at you. I didn't realize we had the other camera on, so I apologize to all of our viewers. Oh, but I'm, I'm here. So see you. Hi, Scott. <laughs> meet Benny. Benny meet Scott. We did a side <laughs> wave already. Yep. Good. How are you, sir? <laughs> good to Welcome see you. Welcome aboard. <laughs> right? I'm sorry, Scott. What? I said it's good to see you. Yes. Yes. Oh, we get to see our Benny. So. Radio world, good morning. YouTube world, good morning. Podcast world, later on, good morning, good afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, we got Ireland, we got UK, we got Switzerland, we got Mexico, we got Canada, a huge range of beautiful, incredible people all over the world, chiming in, listening in, loving in, and loving me, loving you is loving us. So welcome aboard. Sue Lundquist here in Sagrada and... I'm not sure if that was correct grammar and it's the gratitude cafe. I'm excited. I've got um, a brother in arms, a brother in love, a brother in our, the work that we share. Ooh, he's pumping up. Peacocking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. The pose. Scott is going to be joining us today. Now let me put a bug in your ear audience. Limiting beliefs. What are those? How many of those, I, I, heaven forbid, I have any limiting beliefs, <laughs> right, Scott? None of us do. None. Right? Visualizing to heal. What does that look like? Overcoming our bodies, our B-O-D-Y-I-E-S or B-O-D. Why? All of that juicy, yummy stuff and a whole lot of more love and support and I'm super excited to bring Scott on. And of course, we have to do a shout out to M because we love M too. So big shout out to M and to all of our tribe and everybody that we love and love. You know, it's a mutual big love thing that we are all best. doing. It really is. It's a big it love thing. Yes. So Scott, I'm going to do a really brief formal introduction, but you know what? This is what I typically do with the radio show. Let's get to know your energy. Let's get to know your conversation, your backstory. And of course, I'll do a little short bio, but let's get to noodle on you and talk and all of that. Sound good? I'm all about it. All yeah. about it. All right, guys, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> In 2001, Scott Sutherland found himself going from 35-year-old athletic father, husband, and business owner to lying in a hospital bed, unable to move, using visualization techniques over the course of the year, Scott was able to heal himself. However, we know this one, old limiting beliefs, past traumas, all that nervous system, all those good little things reminding us, and disempowerment mental habits came back to haunt him when in 2012, he watched his best friend down, what is it? Drown, oh my God. Yes. Did I miss that, honey? I'm so sorry. Oh, it's so good. Oh, blaming himself. He was broken once again. All right. So I, I'm going to just let you jump in here because there's there's so much trauma 
there's so much illusions, disempowering uh, lives, and even more so now. And it, it doesn't, it, it's not that I'm diminishing what you experience, but it doesn't have to be, you know, a drowning or a death, but there is death of humans. There's death of expectations. There's death of relationships. So let's have that conversation. Welcome, Scott. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome, honey. Yeah, it really is. It's the, I mean, for me, um, man, I'll tell you what, probably the last 30 years, it's been the death of Scott. And yeah. I think you can kind of relate, you know what I mean? You, we, we think we're this person. We think, you know, we were brought up to believe that, well, I'm Scott Sunderland. I live in this house and I go to this school and, and it's none of it is true. You know, we just take on this identity. And, and then it, it seems like we hit an age where suddenly it's like, wait, is this all there is? You know, they, I think they would call it, you know, the, when you turn 50 and stuff like that, it's, you know, it's suddenly it's the midlife crisis. And it's like, who am I then? You know, I mean, if you're the mother, suddenly, you know, the kids are leaving the house because they're going to college, they're having their own life, and maybe the marriage is kind of taking a turn, and suddenly, you know, you don't know who you are anymore. Well, if I'm not the mother, I'm not the wife, then who am I? You know, we kind of forget. And I, I think that's really where I was in all this, in trying to figure out who I am. But in the meantime, Scott was kind of dying and you're mourning that. Oh, it's a whole thing. It's a whole it thing. It is. And I'm with you. I know. And let keep that conversation going because people are going to be like, oh, that is so true. That is exactly, or, you know, it's like that squeaky wheel thing that's happening in their head. Like, oh, shiitake. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is, I totally resonates. Yeah. And, and it really is that, that it, it kind of comes in a moment. It came in the moment, you know, for me. Um, and, you know, I met you through Dr. Joe and it was my for it was like a one day event. And, you know, he said, we're going to do a meditation. I'm like, okay, I've meditated before. I'll sit here. I'll do that. And I swear, he said, you know, this is going to, this is going to come to, this is going to hit you hard or something like that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and 10 minutes later, I am holding with all of my might trying to keep my body together because there was this lion inside of me that was, it was coming out. There's no way I could hold it in. And all of a sudden I just like exploded and I shot out of my body, whatever that means. Yep. And it was that moment that it was like, I don't know what just happened, but I need that. That needs to happen again and again and again. And then it becomes the chase right? To find that moment again, because it was so powerful. It was this, and it was me. That, that was the best part. It came from me. It deep inside this lion, whatever came out, it was me. And I got it. And it wasn't external. Let's discern that. No, not external. It was all internal. Yeah. And it, and it, it had to find, it was that power that we are, you know, when we come to this place, stepping in it, you know, a year old and, and learning all the things, all the habits from your parents. And, you know, you suffer the trauma and it is trauma of hearing your parents scream at each other when you're laying in bed and hiding under the covers, because that's your whole world. So you, you internalize that fear, right? You get it. It sticks in your body and it's waiting to come out. 
And I had so much of that that I just kept putting in, putting in, putting in, putting in, never letting it out. I didn't know how to let it out. But that day, <laughs> kaboom! That, kaboom! I mean, <laughs> I thought it was like my arms were going to come out of my sockets. Yeah. My my head is literally just going to explode, like you know, like a zit. And I'm like, all right, well. I, I gotta let this happen. And then, because again, there is no holding it back. And it just came and it popped out and it was like, okay, this is it. New I'm world. I'm sure the audience got, we gotta back up because I'm sure the audience is like popping like a zit, popped out. What in the world are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's a thing to experience, that's for sure. Um, energy, frequency, patterns, um, illusions. And it's energy, it's energy of fear. It's energy of doubt. Yeah. It's energy yeah. of all the past stuff i say in air quotes for the radio yeah. world versus youtubers yeah. yeah uh all of the emotions all the passions all of the muckety muck and some loves mixed in there too because you're self-loving and releasing oh it's my God, all so in good. there so yeah and there and you and it's like it was like an instant dumping of the fishbowl you know, we forget, you know, you have this beautiful, clean fishbowl when you're this little kid, you know, this precious little heart that comes in and you're just absorbing mm -hmm. all the stuff all around you, right? The parents and their lives and, you know, everything that they've learned from their parents and we absorb it all, you know, and, it, and, and we live in this little fishbowl and it just gets dirtier and dirtier and dirtier and dirtier, but it happens so gradually, you don't even know. And it, well, let's wait, back up, Scott. Let's let's describe the dirty because the dirty guys. That's no negative connotation. It's just an experience. However, there are emotions that are attached to that. 100%. So I, I just want to put that little pin in it and make sure the audience understands that our language is of love. However, oh, there's adjectives yeah. to describe. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah, go go ahead, Scott. But it really it's that it's all those old emotions. It's all that old fear. It's all that old stress. All that old anxiety, and it. And it just, you know, you had this beautiful water and now it's like a stagnant pond. And that's what it was for me. It was just like a stagnant pond. And it was like dumping all that water out and filling it up. And it was like, oh my, I could breathe again. I could see again. Suddenly things started to look different, meaning they were brighter. It's like I put a new pair of sunglasses on. And that's it right there. That is it right there. Yep. And you can't take those glasses off again. <laughs> You can't, I, I mean, but then there's still more stuff down there. Yes. And that yeah. comes up and then, you know, it gets dirty again. And then you're like, oh, okay. And then you go back in and then you release more and you release more. It really is just a, it's such a, when people say this is a journey, this self-discovery, right? Right. Boy, is it? I mean, man, is it a journey? It is really like going in. So yeah, I, Scott, I absolutely agree with you. And you know what's really sexy and beautiful and powerful and brave? And, and I'm not stereotyping, but there are so many men awakening. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I know 13 plus years ago, and this is just happens to be Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, maybe one man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're looking at 70%. There are so many men going, you know what? I'm done carrying these bags. Mm -hmm. I'm taking accountability and responsibility for my emotions, even though society says I got to put them down inside me. Yep. And the community and the tribe that I'm going to create around my life is going to facilitate that. And the reason I say those language specifically, because you, when you're dumping all that stuff, you're, you're, there's other people that are going to be going by the wayside and that's okay. 
and creating that new community, right? Yeah. And that yeah. safe environment. So can we have that conversation from a masculine standpoint? Because I know, and I can feel the energy of the masculine. Mm -hmm. How and where can we, because you're a man, obviously, let's have that conversation. Talk to the man that's listening and say, bud, I got you, you can do this. Talk to me, please. Well, bro. Bro, um, my love. So, so <laughs> who I am, I'm a, you know, 200 pounds, six foot something, construction. Hunk a man, and we love man, you. Mm -hmm. Construction company owner. I have 40 to 50 union carpenters that work for me. I mean, when you talk men, men, I mean, okay. big, strong, guys that get stuff done every day challenges every single day that was me that was yeah. me and it's so funny we were doing a job uh, not too long ago big job and um i came i don't normally show up on jobs anymore and i showed up on the job and all my guys come down and they're hugging me and they're like bro you know because they know me they know my yeah story, yeah whole thing, you know and uh one of the other contractors that was on the job is like who is that guy he's like and one of my guys is like that's my boss that's my boss and this is what we do i mean when he shows up it, it's a hug fest because we we can do that because we're strong enough in ourselves we're confident enough in ourselves that we can be that man we can be that one that can be vulnerable listen and i and think set the example that, you're setting the example 100 but here's the thing, I, I honestly believe that women have kind of given us the, I don't know if okay is the right word, but the, the um, example of what to do. And we all know it has to get really bad Ugh. in order to say, I gotta do something different, right? So it's sitting in that muck. Mm you know, stuck in the mud where you can't move. And, and listen, that's where I was in that hospital bed, stuck in that mud. And it's like, all right, I obviously have to do things different. Somewhere I got off the track, somewhere I got off the road. I got to find my way back here. I got to find out who I really am. What is this? What, what am I now? You know, a week ago, I could run, ski, do anything I wanted. And now here I am lifeless. So yeah. What is it that I lost? I didn't really look at it as a, as a physical condition, more as a mental or emotional condition. And it was finding my way back to that. And that became the example, especially for the guys that work for me, uh, friends of mine, and now the community is to, I mean, I talk to so many guys now and, it, and you're right. So it, it's so, it's just such a new world with oh. this. Because you see these guys with tattoos and, and I'm, and they're like, and it's this mentality, you know, there's oh. this whole, I know, I get it. Let's scratch that. I mean, they're practically, you know, like breaking my ribs because they hug so hard and big. Oh. And then you see it happen one after another. And they just all start living this authentic life. Like, coming out and saying, you know, listen, this was how I, I've had heard so many traumatizing stories of childhood. So, I mean, oh, kids so being many. bullied, all that, right? Yep. And to be able to touch that again and let that be the fuel to let 
that trauma be the fuel to their healing, to their opening, because that's what healing is, right? Just opening right. your heart. That's what we're doing, right? Yep. So that they have that, they have that fuel that they can do that. Suddenly they start to look at that trauma differently. It doesn't, it's not creating the victim, it's creating the victor. And that's what I have said all along for the last- Bingo, right there, guys. Years, right? Yes, yes. It, it, no, this, this is going to define who I become, not who I am. That's what laying in that bed was. I can do it. I know I can. And, and it was, again, it was the road. And that was only the beginning. You know what I mean? You think, oh, well, that's it. It's great. Oh, it's no. That band-aid. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know who I am now. I did that. Little pat on the back. Hey. Oh. Right? Yeah. And then, boom, right down the slide again. Oh, you think you're done. Uh-huh. Like, hold on a second. We have more in store for you, right? Yes. More in store. Yes. So. Carrying the illusions, carrying the bags of illusions, past fears, expectations, um, experiences, and and emotions that are in the body, carrying those bags. And it's a really powerful conversation for men and women alike. Mm -hmm. Um, However, because of our society, I really want to address the masculine, male or female, however that shows up in your life. I'm not trying to, you know, whatever the word is I'm looking for, but um i want to have that conversation and i and you know i've had a few guests and the word that keeps coming up for me scott is a big fat permission slip yeah yeah now is it right yeah you have the permission you have and that permission that education that choice that accountability that responsibility yes yes do it right and that's the thing you know like working with people now it, it is, they are giving the permission for somebody else to come along the road, right? To follow them down this road. And the thing that, the thing that starts that permission is a story. And that's why I love, I love, I love, I love people's stories. No matter what it is, we all suffer from them. And again, that can be your your launch pad, right? We can use that to go and find it rather than, you know, just rot. I mean, because really, if we don't, if we don't, you know, go through this journey, it's kind of what happens. We just kind of sit and rot. And all of a sudden we're 70, 80 years old. And what happened? You know, what happened to my life? It just kind of went. Whereas I think now we're in a time and it really is awesome to see, you know, like you said, especially with guys opening up so many men. Yeah. I've been to workshops where so many guys were there. It's just, and I love it. Love ah. it. And you can see them like, I mean, they're just like, everybody's like jumping on each other. It's like, you know, you won the Super Bowl. Everybody's hugging after these meditations. And it's just like, whoa. And I, and to somebody who, a lot of people don't even know that they're stuck in it, right? Yes. No, yes. Stuck in. No. So it's like, all right, come follow me for a minute. You come with me, come with me. Let's sit down. Let's do this. And, you know, you mentioned them and, you know, with her breath work and what she does, I have seen guys just come out of it and just say, what just happened to me? What, what seriously, what just happened to me? What did I just touch? I mean, that is better than any drug I've ever done. And I own it. And that's where we're coming to is this new sense of who we really are. We're really going down the road of finding out 
who we really are. We're not this character. I love Jim Carrey. And when he says that, you know, it's, we're just characters, just characters. Yes. Characters based on the illusions of other people's expectations. And, and, and the expectation we put on ourselves because says, you can't cry, dude. Yeah. You can't cry. Okay. Because my dad told me that. And I'm going to tell you that you can't do that because if you cry, it's a sign of weakness. Yeah. You don't, we just don't do this kind of thing like this. You're not going to wear pink. Don't wear pink, dude. Because oh, then so it just shows that's weakness. The weakness. Yeah. So right? I'm going to great right there in that, that conversation because I'm going to have that conversation as a female. Mm hmm. And this was shown, this has shown up in the last probably month for me. Um, I've had some, my body has become injured. Mm -hmm. I've had to slow down and I've had to ask for help. And I'm like, oh, you're overcoming yourself, sister. Right? That's the one. That's the one. It's the overcoming yourself. You, you know, that's your edge. It, it's the, the edge of asking for help. The edge of asking for help. That, yep. that, that's it. Finding my edge. Okay. Yeah, I do need help. Oh, okay. It's you okay. Don't to do that because we're struggling, <laughs> right? Super Sue. <laughs> I mean, Super Sue, man. I wait, wear a cape. Well, wait, back up because Super Sue is more from everybody else, and it's a love thing. It's not. Um, it's not a uh, Wonder Woman badge kind of thing for me. No, but I get it. But still, get, yeah, but still, I'm like, isn't that what we feel like? Oh man, I'm oh. strong. I don't. I don't need help. I mean, I can navigate oh. it. I I can do this on my own, and it's that. And I'm going to show everybody that I can. Oh, yeah. I'm such everybody. a good example, and yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm human. I can fall. Yeah. <laughs> because isn't that what we're supposed to do? Yes. We're yes. supposed to fall to show, hey, listen, we're just, you know, we're just flesh. We're just blood. Yes. But there's way more to us than that. There is this, this heart thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's this thing that we call the heart. 40,000 neurons and brains in that heart. Ah. Uh, yeah. And, it, and that thing opens and, you know, people will say that, well, you know, you keep talking about it. opening your heart, get out of your head and in your heart, get out of your head and in your heart. I don't know what that heart is. I don't even know. And I don't like, even know what that means. You know, you hear people, yeah. Yeah, they, because they've encased it. We're, we're not trained to feel with our heart. We're trained to think. You go to school to learn, you're only using your brain. But then you put that piece of music on or you play an instrument and you can feel that music come through you and you can feel it. It's like, oh, my God, my favorite. And I, I go here all the time. I love to talk about it because you can play the fir the beginning credits to Seabiscuit and me, that six foot something, 200 pound man is on the floor bawling his eyes out. I love that damn horse. Oh, dog. And and. But that, to me now, is my go-to. I will play that just- Is that in your mind, movie? Face. <laughs> right, take it easy. It might be. I love it. I love it. Might be. No, I have oh. my mind. My, mo my mind movie is my video. Yes, that's because it. Right. Yeah. That is the reminder of, this is why you stepped into this. You stepped into this body to- overcome yourself to find out who to remember who you are, you are. To remember who you are and, and to be that example yes all right guys and to be that example yes yes 
Yes. And to attract all these beautiful people into your life. And with that, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we come back. We're going to continue talking to Scott and we're going to continue talking about um, our past baggage, our illusions, what that looks like, dropping the bags off at the pool or not the pool, but just let's get rid of all those from a man, from a feminine, masculine and all the he, she's, it's what's all of that point of view. It's all about love. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking to Scott. If you guys are on YouTube, we're going to keep noodling and chatting. If you're driving, be safe and we'll see you over on YouTube. All right, Benny, thank you. We'll be back in just a minute. Hey guys, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. Yes, that's positive radio to feed your soul. You know what? Give me 20 minutes and I'm going to give you a lifetime of change. Learn to manage your mind. It's just you, just version 2.0. You hear me say it on the radio, new thoughts, new ideas, new perspective, and it's a new you. Let's have a conversation and stop your spinning. 206-300-2227. Saving Great Animals, a Seattle-based dog rescue organization, matches families with dogs that are the best fit. Dogs that come from overcrowded animal control shelters, from abandonment or neglect. The key to Saving Great Animals' success is a trial adoption program, including training and counsel as needed. This way, you know you have the right dog before the adoption is final. Saving Great Animals relies solely on donations, so please visit Saving Great Animals animals.org today. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hello again to everybody. We have got Scott Sutherland here with us, the millionaire mind coach. We are talking about dropping the bags, the illusions, the past fears, um, the emotions of loss, uh, standing in your purposeful power. I use that those words specifically, purposeful power. That doesn't mean that you've got the head in the sand that doesn't, or does, you know, have an awareness is what I'm trying to say, (laughs) 
Welcome back, Scott. YouTube world, hello. Podcast worlds, thank you so much for joining us. If you want to get a copy of this show and to get some more links with Scott on there, please join the newsletter. You can go to sulanquist.com forward slash newsletter. I don't spam. We do readings, all of that good stuff. Uh, and then also a copy of the show, freebies, you know, the juicy, sexy stuff. So go to sulanquist.com forward slash newsletter and get a big fat permission slip in your inbox. Right, Scott? Welcome back, love. Thank you. Elevating the collective. Talk to me. That is it. Oh, well, it is. It's about, it's really, it's calling people onto the field. You know, you have, it, 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 I have been on this little football field of my own for a long, long time. And, and you you want people to come and play on your football field, on your football team, right? You want come people play. to play. It's so much fun over here. Come play. You got to check this out. It's unbelievable. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that sounds a little too crazy for me. You know? Yeah. I don't know what happened to Scott. I don't know. He's, he's acting. He's hugging a lot of people. He's, yeah. he's losing yeah. love and happiness. <laughs> Mm. And, then, but, and, and really that's kind of it, you know, they, and then they, you know, people see when, when people start going through that transformation of, you know, and it, and it sounds so transforming and all that. It sounds so big and whatever, like, you know, it's for the few to do. And it, it is so not that it's just becoming happy. It's just becoming happy. The permission slip to be happy. And that's what all the stories are, right? And you've heard them. You've heard all the stories of people overcoming trauma, really difficult childhoods, really difficult lives and illnesses and all that. And they go to heal that thing, that trauma, that past, that relationship. And suddenly something else shows up and it's themselves. Suddenly that person comes up and out and they feel this thing that they haven't felt like this love for themselves. And I know it kind of goes down a road of, oh boy, what is, where is he going? You know, love, love, love. And but there's really no other way to really kind of describe it. I mean, it's the only way to really explain what that is, that feeling, that stepping into, you know. And if that, and I know in my case, you know, both in the trauma and, you know, you know, watching my best friend, you know, take his last breath and, and everything that followed that, that the guilt, because I was there, I felt responsible, all those things, you know, yep. it's that that made me say, all right, enough, enough. I have to let this go. Whatever this is inside me, I got to let it go because it's just eating me. It's tearing me up. So I went on the quest for his forgiveness. Now, every night I'd go to bed and I would say, dude, wherever you are, you got to come and forgive me because I can't live with this anymore. And in a, in a meditation in Cancun, Mexico, that man came and he said, listen, dude, he said, it's never been me. It has always been you because I am you. Now, the backstory to that is we called each other ugly. That was our name for each other. And he'd call me up, yo, ugly, what are you doing? Right? That was our thing. I called him ugly. He called me ugly. I was always looking for the wrong ugly. So when I wrote the book, it was like, I knew the title before I even knew what the book was going to be about. And it was, you know, finding ugly, 
because I wasn't looking for him. I was looking for me. And that moment, it came out and completely different man appeared. And as you say, things have to fall away because I, Scott didn't fit anymore in the new person that I kind of became. And it's levels, right? We, you know, we shed a little, grow, shed a little, grow, shed a little, grow, right? Yeah. And it's iterations, iterations. You know, you there's there's a point where you keep growing and expanding. And, and audience, you've heard me say this, it's not about bigger, better, or greater than anybody. Yeah. It's just the expansion and the frequency and the energy and how you're showing up. And I, Scott, I want to talk to the people that are in the muck of it right now going, well, my ex-husband or wife or even moms or dads or family members that you're like, I, yeah, 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 I got to put up a big boundary for that. I, and because I, you know, I've walked that and I'm still walking all of that. And there is such a fear and shame and guilt that's associated with all of that. Mm -hmm. And I just, I want to just give some love to those people that it's, there's a thorn there for them and they're experiencing yeah. it right now, big time. And just saying, you can do this, you have the permission, and this is you showing up for truly authentically and genuine. Those are big anchor words for me. Is mm -hmm. this authentic and genuine to me? I just go into my body and feel into that and say, is this authentic and genuine to me? And if I'm not quite sure, I'll say who I'm choosing to be or creating to be, right? And I think that's an important conversation because we get so mixed up in the control of it. We do. And, and we get, you know, we take these relationships, you know, number one, if it's family, you know, it's for life. And, and that's kind of, you know, that's kind of a difficult one to, to ride because if you have a mother that is overbearing, controlling and all those things, because there's a reason why she is because she learned that. Right. Yep. And we forget yep. that, you yep. know, we forget that, you know, they were or kids. she has fears or controls oh. or doubts and she, all oh, yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She learned that. She yeah. learned that from her mom, from her teachers, right? Her and we step, we step into that. No, and we but we think, well, their parents, they know better. They're adults, they know better. And it's not, it's just not true. I'm a parent, I'm an adult. Sometimes I And don't. you make no mistakes. I know I have not. Yeah. Nothing new, Scott. My no. goodness. Nothing so like my son said something to me the other day. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I would have never said that. And I am perfect in every way. But I mean, think about that. Like even with my kids, seriously. Yeah. I tell my kids, listen, you have to make mistakes. Go out and make mistakes. Screw stuff up. Because that is the yeah. greatest teacher. And, and because also, it's not about the mistake. I, Dad would always say that. It's not about the mistake. It's how you fix it. And, yeah. and to have the confidence to fix it. To and so, if you don't, that's okay. Fine. And it's okay. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it's You're a, learning either way. We're going to make them, but it's the fear of making the mistakes that paralyzes you. You get, oh. you just get stuck in your head. Like you're so wrapped up in anxiety of, I am afraid I'm going to make a mistake. You just become paralyzed. You don't yep. make any decisions. You don't yes. make any moves. Whereas, listen, you know, Henry Ford made a lot of mistakes when he was putting stuff together. Milton Hershey, same thing. All yep. these people that have, you know, changed generations and lives. Yep. The only reason they got there is because they made a lot of mistakes because then you know what not to do. And you, we've heard it a million times. We've heard. 
but it's time that we really use it. And, and I see this younger generation where as parents, we, we don't let our kids fail. And I think that's the one thing, man. Oh, that's need, enabling, right? Oh, we need oh. to let them fail. Let them figure it out for themselves. If we keep figuring everything out for them, where are they going to be? What are they going to do? That is a perfect, I want to say something, because this this was something that um, you uh, I wanted to say earlier. And that is fail, fail fast, learn mm-hmm. from it. And then also something I also, I also, I also tell my grown daughters you know what? Don't take my word for it. Don't take your father's word for it. Take your word for it. You go get the education. You go figure out what's right. What's your equilibrium in you? You figure that out. Don't take my word. Even though I'm your mother in this lifetime, that's your father. You figure it out for yourself. Yeah. You got to walk your own road. You got to walk your own road. Yeah. And and you have to let your kids walk their own road because otherwise they just, they will never know who they are. They will, they will never know. And, and, and thank I'm so, I'm so happy that I had the parents that I had because I was taught that not directly from them by watching them navigate their lives. It wasn't, they, they did not have easy lives. And, you know, instead of saying, well, I had the bad childhood, I kind of looked at it as, I gotta be honest, I, it was pretty good. I learned to feed myself when I was really little. I had to, you know, clothe myself. I had to do a lot of things on my own. And it gave me this inner strength, this power that I knew that I had, I could overcome. And, you know, then when you get older and you start to see other people talk about their childhoods and you're thinking, I was really lucky. I was really lucky to be able to live that, you know? So it, it is a, it is something that we all need to look at is, and for ourselves, nobody, it's nobody's job to make you happy. It's an inside job. And if you're looking for someone to make you happy, you are wrong. You are with the wrong person and and the wrong person is you. (laughs) You need to really look at yourself and say, I'm responsible for my happiness. And that you talk about permission. That's the permission, the ultimate permission to go and just find it find that happiness, find that, that healing and emotional healing, whatever it is, just go and do that. So many people are doing it. Why would you not? Why would you not go down that road? Because they're, they're afraid. They're scared. 100%. And we're going to love you. It's, it is absolute. We're going to show you through that fear and those past experiences and the neural pathways. Cause there's all kinds of things that are happening. Oh, it's a whole thing. All of that. There's a whole bag of stuff in there. Scott, how do people get a hold of you? Tell us what it is that you are achieving, doing, showing up as, and how they can get a hold of you. Uh, we have we have courses. It's called the Freedom Project, and we have uh, we have courses that we actually use uh, three coaches. So we do mindset, we do breath work, and we do what we call freedom activation, which is letting go of old past traumas and emotions, and really seeing them for what they are. Um, just little, they're kind of the ones that help us understand who we are, why we are this way. And it's awareness, you know, that suddenly now you have a tool to work with and say, all right, wait a minute. Why am I feeling this way right now? Okay, you're right. I learned this when I was six years old. And I am going down that road of fear automatically, anxiety automatically, the depression automatically. I need to reel that back. And it is, it again, it's perfect word is permission. It's permission to live your authentic life, your real life, your life that you can just be happy because it's there. We all own it. 
So yes. not have it. And you start to realize it's not the other people that come into your life. It's you. When you become the person that you've always aspired to become, suddenly, and you know this, suddenly everybody upgrades all around you because you suddenly have become this person that attracts those people. When we are low, like, you know, we are the victims, what do we attract? We attract victims. We attract people that will take advantage of victims. When you rise out of that, suddenly that's where he is. Accountable and responsible. He shows up many times. (laughs) Oh my God, you're not going to believe it, right? Dr. Joe would always say that. Oh, Oh, yeah. You're not going to believe this. Oh, yeah, because you just raised yourself. You stepped into yourself. You grew yourself. And then suddenly now you're this new person attracting new people. Novel concept. And wait, Scott, disclaimer here, because this is, I'm, well, I'm not going to speak for you, but I have experienced this in that expansion and the learning process. I have attracted people of like, again. Oh, yeah. And that's to remind us, oh, no, baby, you got to stand up for yourself. (laughs) This is you. There's still (laughs) Oh, there's still some work to do. Right, that little, right, the little voice right there. Yeah, I know you think you're all that right now, but guess what? I'm just going to give you a quick little reminder. Slap across the face, you're back in it, and it's like, oh, wait a minute, but now I have tools. Now I have tools. Now Now I have the permission. Now I have the hope. Now I have the tools. That is huge for me in my journey, and you know, I've my niche, my, my passion, my specialty is breaking down the Rubik's cube of personal development. Cause I wanted and desired and still do real life, real time, practical tools to help people in the moment, including myself, right? Yeah. Breath oh. work, yeah, stop, yeah. you know, aware all of those beautiful yeah. tools. And I can hear the audience going, wait a minute, breath work in the moment. What do you, what I know how to breathe. I know right? how to breathe. Right. And it's not about being a monk and going on the mountain and getting your body in homeostasis, it's not, yes, we want you in homeostasis so you can breathe, you can communicate effectively, you can hear all of that. However, you can do it in the moment, mm-hmm. the breath work. Oh yeah. I you mean, sitting in traffic. I mean, in traffic, in a hot, in a hot second, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. And I mean, listen, I hear that all the time. You know, people say, listen, I know how to breathe. And I'm like, I gotta be honest, you really don't because it's that fight or flight, right? And being in that, there's all the science behind it. There's so much science behind it now. And, you know, why not use that science to become greater? Why not use it? Why not use that knowledge now to become greater, to live the life that you want to live? I just don't understand it anymore. People, some people, they just want to be in that pain because it's just so familiar and, and that they're addicted we can have that conversation. they're addicted to the pain they're addicted to that to the and chemicals that are releasing that, that are addicted yeah yeah i want to make that clear. And they just don't know they don't even know how to go out and right. reach out and that's where communities come in that's where you know somebody that's I, i'm sorry scott i hear the audience going addicted to what i'm not addicted to anything and i'm like hmm yeah, there's a chemical release in your body that your body is addicted to. And we can have that conversation. But Scott, please continue. I wanted to just put that noodle and that pin in yep. that. Well, it's important because, again, people don't necessarily realize they are addicted to the reactions that their body is making. 
I mean, yep. you are making these chemicals in your body and we become addicted to those chemicals and those chemicals are being released every single day. So at, it, you have to push against it for, for change to come. So that's why sometimes, that's why it took me laying in a hospital bed because I didn't have a choice. And that's why with people with cancer, they get to that point. It's just like, listen, okay, as the last resort, I'm going to just give this a shot. I've tried all the doctors. I've tried all the medicines. I've tried all these things. Now, you know, maybe there's something to this. Let me try this. Let me step into this room and let me see what happens. And that, that's where it all comes. But it is in the necessity. And it, you said in the beginning here, it doesn't have to be necessary to go through all that trauma to, to, to step into, and I don't like to say enlightenment, I don't like any of that, or any of those words, just to step into who you really are, what you are meant to be, not just reaction, not to reaction to every event in your life as, oh, well, this happened to me, and oh, this happened to me. That's a habit that we all live, we all have to move through. You do not have to wait. Please don't wait for the trauma. Please don't, don't wait, wait. That yeah. long. Why? Why? There's too much information out there now. Yeah. Too much. Too many people teaching this now. Too much. It, it, that voice keeps keeping, it keeps getting louder and louder and louder. And eventually you have to listen to it. You have to say, okay, what is that voice? And maybe it's time I, I really find out what that voice is all about. Mm. I do that. And you can do that right with you. Yes. Tell yeah. people how to get a hold of you, Scott. Oh, well, freedomproject222.com. Yep. Uh, that's our website. I'll be honest, the best way, honestly, is through um, our Facebook page, The Freedom okay. Project, and invite yourself to that. We have so much free stuff there. So we do free breast sessions. We do all kinds of stuff there. And just an amazing, the best part about that, and what I've learned more than anything, it's all about the community. It is never the teachers, because we're all students, right? We're right. Students oh. But it is the community, because, you know, when I found my community, you know, we call it, you know, my tribe, when I found that, it was like, oh, you mean I'm not the only one? Yes. I, I was wandering around out in the dark. I thought I was the only one that was lost wandering around out in the dark. You're telling me there's all these people out here? I didn't know that. Yeah. And that really, you know, so freedom. Well, wait, back, back up, Scott, because that tribe also, if, if, and when you find that tribe, there is an accountability and a language mm -hmm. that we are using because we're not going to enable you. We're not going to let you go back. And you, meaning you, the audience, all of us, me too. It's a mirror. I mean, this is, you audience, you've heard me talk about that. Everything that Scott's saying that I'm saying, it's a mirror. Everything that you ask, it's a mirror. We're all learning from one another. And I say that because you've got to have compassion for yourself as well, right? I, well, I say my language is the CCs in life. I coined this on the radar and I'm like, that was brilliant, Sue. Compassionate curiosity. Yeah. Get curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can totally use that. I like, I may see it. It is a Sueism. It's a suism. I like it. The CC in life, baby. I'm I'm a student. Always a student. Always yeah. compassionate Always. curiosity. Isn't that brilliant? I love it. I love it. Sure. I don't think it was Sue though. I think it was something else running. I, I would agree. It was. Uh, it was. It came through as a suism, through. but it was downloaded. Down, downloaded. 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 
to share with the world. Yes, absolutely. All right, audience, I'm going to remind how remind all of you. Scott was just saying, go to the Facebook group. Um, and you know what? I'm going to have all those links in my newsletter. Yeah, that is the links. I mean, with my book, Finding Ugly, you can find that on Amazon. That really talks all about this, tells my story. And again, that story is is really everybody's story. We just become paralyzed and we don't, it, it, but in the mind, in our emotion. Yeah. And it's yeah. opening that up. So it really is everybody's story. Finding yeah. ugly. I love that. We didn't even bring that up. We've been just talking and juicing and- Oh, everything. it's all good. It's all there, baby. It's there's all so there. Much, there's so much, there's so much there. It's, it's just so, it's fascinating. And it, listen, it's been a fascinating journey as I would say you would agree. Oh, in a hot second. Yes. And it's still, I, I find myself now, Scott, and, and uh, I find myself coming up against myself all the time. And I love it. You're I ready? love it. You're, I'm, you're, I'm you're space. Yeah, you're coming up against yourself now because you're ready to come up against those things that you weren't before, right? I, it's, it's growing. You're in 12th grade now. You know, you started down this road, you were in third grade, you didn't know. And then suddenly you learned a little bit and you went to fourth grade, you learned a little bit more, you went to fifth grade, you know, and by key, and, and of course the community, right? But the, the, the people that you surround yourself with are all about that transformation or whatever, because you assembled them right. to help you get to where you want to go. Yeah. So it always comes, it has to. There isn't, you know, the peak of the mountain where you say, oh, I made it. Oh no, but I think I, well, I, it's not a but. And it is important to have that open dialogues between you and me, Scott, and the world and our conversation that when I say coming up against myself, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, a new one. Okay, CC's in life. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, Sue. And now I get excited. I'm like, okay. And it could be yeah. a societal norm. It could be a yeah. conversation. It could be, you know, my my three grown daughters are a perfect petri dish of coming up against myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we know that kids are perfect for that. Oh. Yes, they are. <laughs> they they have a tendency. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I, and I, I have told them. I have told my girls, you know what? You know, our souls have this path together, and I'm learning just as much from you as you are from me as the mother in this role here. Yeah and massively because it's a big mirror right yeah, yeah. And, and, course, I think, and that that goes back to what we were saying too before is by you giving by you telling them listen i make mistakes that gives them permission to make mistakes right yes so and again because that's you know we're not perfect so stop thinking we are and you, yeah you, you gotta start you gotta find your you gotta find your your screw-ups your mistakes you gotta and make them your your rocket, make them your rocket. That's brilliant. Make your mess ups and screw ups your rocket. Well, you know, sometimes it comes through. Sometimes. <laughs> and you can totally use the CCs in life. Oh, I, I already wrote it down. I'm going to use it. Oh, perfect. Oh. Compassionate curiosity, right? I'm like, ah, thank you. Yes. All right. Uh, the Freedom Project, Finding Ugly. Scott's latest book. I'm sure it's one of many uh, tips, tools, real life, practical tools. You know why I'm here, audience. 
I have a massive desire to break down the Rubik's Cube of personal development. And it's about the real life, real time practical tools. And Scott's going to help you do that. He's going to foster those tools, foster that education, whether it's in the workshops, the Facebook group, you heard Scott talk about how, how, well, the best way to get a hold of him and the tribe and the people. Go ahead, Scott. It's, it's a great way. I mean, listen, they can do the emails, they can do all that, you know, the website, but the Facebook group is such a great way to connect to a community. And listen, of like -minded. I can't help you if you don't resonate with me or even trust me. There's right. nothing that we can do. And that is a great place to get familiar in into our energy to where you can see of all the hundreds of people we've already helped that yeah. have transformed their lives and are transforming their lives and to get into a community in which you may fit because mm -hmm. so many people are just finding themselves i just don't fit anymore yep. and who am i who yep. the hell am i with yep. all that's gone who am i and it's a it, it is that is a great place for you to be canvas. yeah it's yes. a, a blank canvas that is such such a great place to be. You just don't know it yet. Yes. Know it yet. Freedom Project 222. We got about two minutes left, three minutes. What would you like to end and say and love on our people here? Oh, God. I, I just, just again, to know what you're capable of, to know, you know, I mean, I laid in a, I laid in a hospital bed and I couldn't even close my eyes. My eyelids didn't even close. And it was then that I, I swear to you, that was the greatest thing that happened to me. Not at the time, not at the time, obviously. <laughs> I was scared to death. I was, you know, in depression and all of it because my right. mind, yeah. but it was that moment of thinking, what is, what was it that I had that is now gone? Mm. You know, what, how did I talk to my body before? And now that's not happening. So what is it inside of me that I have been disconnected from? Because I'm not beating my heart. I'm not, my focus isn't there. I'm not moving my hand. So who is, what is, what is that power? And that's what I set off for 20 years to find. And that is where I finally landed. And now that I get to show somebody else that, oh my God, I've watched people literally on a screen on a Zoom call. Isn't that the best feeling? In front of my eyes. And it is, that's when it, the rubber hits the road and you're just like, you're oh, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I got to wrap this up, Scott. Scott, it's been an absolute delight. You guys, the book, Finding Ugly. I will send out all the links, Facebook, go to the community, test it out. You know, I have that conversation with you audience as well. If it ain't me, it's somebody else. We'll get you connected. It's all good and all in love. Scott, give Emma a big, huge hug for me. I love you guys. Thank you so much for trusting in me and creating this platform, be able to bring you on the radio Thank show. You. Thank right. you very much. All right, audience, we will be back next week. Until then, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe.
Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.